welcome to Newsy Jacuzzi, your weekly whirlpool of news and information. I'm your host, Leela Shiv Shankarpriket, and as ever, I'm joined by the big news story explainer and sound effects finder, otherwise known as my mama. Hello, I'm Lindy Prickett, and we're back! Back home in India, that is! Bringing you the news from our high-tech studio. Under the bed, because it has the best sound. Indeed, indeed. And this week on Newsy Jacuzzi, it's Zeppelin 2.0. Yes, aviation goes way beyond the blimp and the ill-fated Zeppelins of last century. You won't believe what developers are creating now. Talk about ill-fated. The nation of Afghanistan is in turmoil. We'll explain why. And apparently, manners matter just as much to some animals as they do to humans. Find out which beast and why. But first, it's time for... The The Big News Story of the Week. It was once the most cutting-edge air travel in the world when the free-floating hot air balloon evolved into a high-tech, long, oval-shaped, steerable airship. Otherwise known as... Big word alert! Big word alert! A dirigible. As a lighter-than-air craft that is both powered and steerable. But we're not talking about an ordinary blimp. As in that big balloon that flies over sporting events advertising tires. Otherwise known as the Goodyear blimp. Oh no, blimps are dirigibles and can be steered, sure. But, technically speaking, their structures aren't rigid and have no internal framework to help keep it up. Never mind help hold... Passengers! But airships do. And boy, oh boy, they're about to make a comeback. Yes, they were once the toast of the town. In other words, they were extremely popular, and people couldn't wait to travel great distances. Like between two cities. In these fantabulous airships. So why, you're probably wondering, aren't we flying in them today? Because, sadly, disaster struck. The Hindenburg Tragedy. Yes, this is one of those occasions we have to go back in time and get a little history lesson to understand the story. We have the perfect correspondent for this job, Nikhil von Hindenburg. Yep, the great-great-grandson of Paul Oscar von Hindenburg. Who was the president of Germany during the Weimar Republic and the namesake of the Hindenburg airship? Take it away, Nikhil. Tell us the story of the ill-fated airship named after your great-great-grandfather. Thanks, Leela. As you guys mentioned, airship travel was the thing a hundred years ago. Rigid airships were invented and manufactured by the German inventor Count Zeppelin, which is why airships are often called Zeppelins. They were originally designed to use helium as a lifting gas because it was the safest to use in an airship, seeing as it is not flammable. By the time, helium was rare and expensive, so hydrogen, which is highly flammable, was used instead. Well, in 1936, the future looked bright for Zeppelins. The Hindenburg had spent a whole season ferrying passengers across the Atlantic in luxury. But the next year, while landing in New Jersey, the Hindenburg suddenly caught fire and burst into flames. 
35 of the 97 people on board were killed, along with one person on the ground. And boy, as you can imagine, there was a ton of media coverage and speculation as to exactly what had happened. After several investigations, the fire was officially blamed on the discharge of atmospheric electricity in the vicinity of a hydrogen tank that was leaking gas. But seeing as the Hindenburg was manufactured under Nazi Germany rule, there has been lots of speculation that it was sabotage. We'll probably never know the truth. The one thing is for sure, the disaster spooked the public and put an end to the era of commercial airship travel. Currently in Amsterdam, but based in Washington, D.C., I'm Nick von Hindenburg, reporting from Newsy Jacuzzi. Thanks, Takiyo. Yikes, what a story. I have to say, I would have been a bit spooked, too. Yeah, I see that. But the airships that are being designed today are using helium, not hydrogen. Plus, aviation experience and technology has come a long way. And there is a big plus to these vehicles. The awesome floor-to-ceiling windows to look out of. No, but yeah, that's super cool. We'll get to that in a minute. But more importantly is that it's cleaner. A leading airship company, Hybrid Air Vehicles reckons their new dirigibles can cut CO2 emissions by some 75% of what planes emit. As their name suggests, their airships use a combination of energy. The lift is provided by the large helium-filled body and propulsion from a hybrid electric motor. A 75% reduction is a big cut. It is. And that's not all. Because they just lift off vertically from the ground, more like a helicopter, there's no need for long runways or massive airports. Okay, you're convincing me. And there's more, as our aviation correspondent Ezra Graham has been finding out. Over to you, Ezra. Thanks, Leela. As the need for cleaner transportation increases, different solutions are being designed. Hybrid Air Vehicles, or HAV, are leading the way, developing a clean and luxurious airship, the Airlander 10. It can seat up to 100 passengers and fly 80 miles, or 130 kilometers an hour. I know what you're thinking. That's pretty slow, right? Even a car can go that speed. But because the airship flies that slowly, and just at 20,000 feet up in the air, there's no need for pressurized cabins. So HAV sees the opportunity to create a more imaginative and roomy interior. Yep, that means that seats don't have to face forward, but can be arranged more like a lounge. And even better, the airship can have huge glass windows, ideal for slowly taking in views of the cities and countryside below you. Cool or what? All these factors mean that HAVs are more likely to be used as travel between two close cities that have banned airplane travel for such short trips, like they're doing in France, for example, or flights around areas of natural beauty like the Arctic Circle or even the African Savannah, where you don't really want to zoom past, do you? Right now, the Airlander 10 is still in the design stage, but they hope to start flying it by 2025. In Montana, I'm Ezra Graham, reporting for Newsy Jacuzzi. OMG, a lounge, floor-to-ceiling windows? What a way to travel! Thanks a lot, Ezra. 
Be sure to put us on the waiting list, okay? Yeah, thanks, Ezra. But Leela, I hate to sound like a broken record, but you'll probably have to save your allowance for a long time, as this is likely to be some pretty luxurious travel only the super rich will be able to afford. They said that about airplanes, and look where we are today. I'll tell you what, that's the halftime bell, which means it's time to hear what's making news around the rest of the world. Hold on tight, it's Around, around the, the World, world in 80, 80 Seconds. seconds. Hold tight! A tropical storm is hampering efforts to rescue people after a deadly earthquake struck the Caribbean nation of Haiti on Saturday. Nearly 1,500 people are known to have died in the 7.2 magnitude quake, and thousands are now homeless. Big news in the world of math, as Swiss researchers calculate pi to a new record accuracy of 62.8 trillion decimal places. And when I say pi, I'm not talking about dessert, but something known as a mathematical constant that, in simple terms, helps you measure a circle. It took only 108 days and the help of a computer, of course, to beat the previous world record of 50 trillion decimal places. Scientists have discovered an astonishingly well-preserved cave lion cub in Siberia, Russia. Cave lions, which are thought to have been about 10% bigger than modern lions, have been extinct for thousands of years. Scientists suspect this preserved female cub would have lived around 28,000 years ago. And attention Lord of the Rings fans, a brand new television series inspired by the fantasy world created by J.R.R. Tolkien will now be made in the UK instead of New Zealand. The show, which hasn't been given a name yet, will take place a thousand years before the events of the Lord of the Rings. Now we need to turn our attention to a big and important news story. Afghanistan. That's just next door to us here in India. Well, a teeny tiny bit of the two countries touch in the northern part of India, but really Afghanistan is the other side of Pakistan, which is India's neighbor. It's pretty upsetting what's happening there right now. Yes, it is. So for those who don't know, U.S. troops who've been in Afghanistan for 20 years are leaving the country, and a new unelected and very authoritarian regime has moved in. The Taliban. Mm-hmm. You know what an authoritarian regime is, right? Well, a regime means rulers, right? Yes, the government. And I think authoritarian means they're really strict. If you don't follow their authority, then bad and scary things can happen to you. Yes, I'm afraid so. And you have no choice, right? You can't elect someone else, like another government or regime? Correct. That sounds awful. It is. And in this case, it's especially tough for girls and women. Remember this?
Oh, the Afghan girls singing in protest on social media after being told they weren't allowed to sing in public? That's right. We did that story around five months ago when things were starting to get really bad and freedoms were being taken away again. Again? Well, the Taliban ruled from 1996 to 2001. Women had to wear burqas. Those are robes that cover their entire body, including their face. The Taliban also disapproved of girls over 10 years old going to school. And if you disobeyed these rules, you could be whipped in public. But that all changed when the Afghans elected their own leaders after U.S. troops went in in 2001. Why did they go in? To free the people? Well, actually, the U.S. troops were trying to find a person called Osama bin Laden, who organized a terrible attack on America in 2001. Oh, the 9-11 terror attacks. Yep. Did they find him? Yeah, but 10 years later and in Pakistan, not Afghanistan. So why did America stay so long? Well, they were trying to stamp out the terror activities and stabilize the country. But now they're leaving and the Taliban is back. Yep. Confusing. Mm, It's complicated and there are no easy answers. But one thing is for sure, it's going to be hard for those Afghanis who became used to certain freedoms to live under the Taliban. And it's going to be especially tough for those who've been helping the U.S. troops for two decades. Uh-oh. It's also going to cause tension here in India being so close to a brutal regime. But Mama, if there are brutal rulers, it's bad for the whole world, right? <laughs> Actually, yes. It's very true. Some say the Taliban have changed their ways and could bring stability. But most people are worried. Okay, let's lighten things up now. Oh yeah, let's head to the Lucky Dip Machine, but I believe we'll have to mind our manners. Right step up, right step up, right up. Right up. Let's go to the lucky dip machine. The lucky dip machine. What's it going to be today, eh? An oddball, no doubt. An oddball, no doubt. Well, I suppose if you think about it, this story is not as odd as it might seem at first. But did you know, Mama, that some animals are as big on manners as we humans? Huh. I guess it makes sense in their own animalistic way that they might have a code of honor or ethics. Well, this might resemble humans more than you think, Mama. Play the music. So most of us would think it's pretty bad manners to leave a meeting or chat with a friend or even the dinner table without saying goodbye, right? Oh yeah, totally. Whether it's a hug, handshake, words, or even just a gesture, goodbyes aren't just good manners. They're what we do to signal to the other person that our interaction is over and all is well. Well, it turns out that apes agree. Scientists at Durham University have discovered that apes, from bonobos to chimpanzees, have a similar system, using gestures and physical contact to start and finish social interactions. Whether it's a bit of monkeying around, or grooming sessions, you know, getting ticks off each other's hair. Apparently, their common etiquette, as in a code of socially acceptable polite behavior, includes holding hands, butting heads, 
or as well as just gazing at and touching each other. Cute or what? Cute, definitely. More than that, though, this research might mean that our human advantage of communication and cooperating together to achieve great things could have come from our primate cousins. And with that, over and out. Here's a headbutt to say goodbye. Ouch. to wrap up the podcast with the, the top, top five, five facts heard today. today. Fab fact number one. The aviation industry is going beyond the blimp with designs for a new cutting-edge dirigible. What is a dirigible? A lighter-than-air craft that is both powered and steerable. Fab fact number two. Another name for a rigid airship is Zeppelins. Why are they called that? Rigid airships were invented and manufactured by the German inventor Count Zeppelin, which is why they're often called Zeppelins. Fab fact number three. And what was the name of the Zeppelin that burst into flames in 1937 while landing in New Jersey, putting the public off dirigible travel for good? The Hindenburg. Fab fact number four. Troops leave Afghanistan, the authoritarian regime of the Taliban has taken over the elected government there. What's an authoritarian regime? Rulers are government, which are extremely strict. If you don't follow their authority, then bad things could happen to you. Fab fact number five. And when did the Taliban rule Afghanistan before? The Taliban ruled from 1996 to 2001. And that almost brings us to the end of this episode of Newsy Jacuzzi. But first, we have some shout-outs to some super cool listeners who've taken the time to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Also known as iTunes. Yes, thanks to Wordyscapes, who wrote, NJ is the best. And Forrest Blue, who said, I love this podcast. It's such an amazing, family-friendly show that gets kids excited about the world. It's so much fun. And Leela's silly and curious attitude inspires other kids to want to be like her and understand the world better. Oh, wow. Gosh, thank you. Such a compliment. (laughs) Okay. And now there's one from Whitney who writes, I love this podcast. It gives me the latest news and cool facts. Funny too. Helps kids like me learn and have fun. Wow. Thank you. (laughs) Yes, thank you. It's notes like these which keep us going, honestly. Yes, thank you indeed. Keep them coming. Pretty please. Which sugar on top? Extra sugar. Alrighty then. 
that's all from us. See you next week in the whirling, swirling, newsy jacuzzi. Oh,